Welcome to the Shifting Our Schools podcast, where we believe learning never stops. We create innovative and flexible professional development opportunities that support the current research and thinking in education today. This week's podcast episode aspires to set you up to take another step forward on your personal learning journey. Now here's your host, Jeff Udick. Welcome back to another episode of Shifting Our Schools. I'm your host, Jeff Udick. Happy New Year. I hope you found some time over the winter break to rest, reflect, and refuel. My wife and I had a great time with friends and family. We relaxed a bit, did some razor clam digging out on the Washington coast, and took time to reflect on our lives and where we see ourselves headed in the future. Always a great time of year to refocus your priorities and thoughts. We wanted to start the new year off with a new free resource for you. So today on the show, we are excited to bring you the thoughts of two different educators. We asked them to take a look at our brand new free collection of protocols and give us their thoughts. This new collection can be found with the rest of our free guides in our resource library over at shiftingschools.com. To make it even easier for you, I've put a link in the show note to today's free new protocols for 2022. Before you hear from our guests, I want to talk a little bit about why protocols matter and how they've made a difference in the work I do as well. Whenever I'm working with learners, I strive to make sure they know I see their capacity to make meaningful contributions. I think it is so important to communicate respect and care in every way we can. So if I want learners to know I value what they have to share and that I want to always hold space for their ideas, protocols are useful. Protocols make sure all voices are heard and that differing perspectives are welcome. Thought leader Brenna Brown has talked a lot about the notion of having more courageous conversations, and we are going to need them a lot this year. Let me quote from a great post by her. And by the way, you can find the full post in the show notes. She writes, quote, Over the past several years, my team and I have learned something about clarity and the importance of hard conversations that have changed everything from the way we talk to each other to the way we negotiate with external partners. It's simple but transformative. Clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. You know what isn't clear? The direction, turn and talk. Talk about what? Focus where? Protocols give us clear next steps, and they scaffold the thinking process. I think of protocols as a catalyst for collaboration. If you want to give protocols a go, use one instead of turned and talk. Use a protocol to give meaningful structure to a conversation. Here's the thing. We do get tired of the same protocol year after year. That's why our free 2022 collection of protocols is so important. I love starting the new year off with new tools, and I know many of you do too. What if you are the teacher that doesn't do turn-in talks, but does something different, creates a different way to reflect and share your knowledge with a partner? So let's now turn to our first guest, educator Megan Vosk, who shares her thoughts on this new collection. Hi, my name is Megan Vosk, and I teach grade seven at the American Embassy School in New Delhi, India. And I really, really like the digest feedback protocol. I feel like it's kind of like a missing loop, closing a missing loop in the feedback cycle, because often I ask my students to give feedback to each other. But once they finish giving the feedback to each other, 
Um, they never really think about how to use that feedback to move, um, move forward in whatever it is that they're doing. So because I teach EAL, I do a lot of writing tasks with students. And I often ask, I often ask them to give each other something called tag feedback. So a tag feedback is where they give three comments to their partner when they're reviewing their partner's work. So the first thing they do is they tell the other students something they like. The second thing that they do is they ask a question. And the third thing that they do is they give a suggestion. So it's kind of like giving um, positive and constructive feedback to your partner. Um, and the students can do that on Google Docs by adding comments or um, just telling each other the feedback. But this digest feedback protocol kind of takes it a step further. So it's like after the students have given each other this tagged feedback, um, the question is, what do they do with that? How can they use the feedback to um, take their learning and their writing to the next level? And this digestive digest feedback protocol is perfect because it asks the students to respond to some prompts and think more clearly about um, what about the feedback can help them spring into action um, what about the feedback points them in a new direction or kind of gives them a new idea? And then how can the feedback connect with something that they've thought about before? So instead of just students giving each other feedback and then, okay, that's done, it's like they give each other feedback and then they have to reflect and really think about how can they use that feedback to, um, to move forward? So I really like this. And like I said before, I think it kind of gives kind of fills in like a missing loop in terms of what what do we do with feedback once we've received it so we can use it in an actionable way because sometimes the students are giving each other just amazing feedback and then I feel like they don't even really look at it or mm, digest it you know the word digest is really perfect there so I'm really excited to try this feedback the next time my students are doing writing with each other and I'll definitely let you know how it goes Thank you, Megan, for sharing your example of how critical feedback is in your classroom. Feedback is absolutely essential for growth and learning. And Megan, I agree with you that protocols help learners not just receive feedback, but protocols help learners leverage feedback so that they can decide on their next best steps. Coincidentally, when we asked school leader Ian Hoke for his thoughts on our new protocol collection, he focused on the same protocol, Let's hear more from him on why this matters from a leadership perspective. Hi, this is Ian Hoke, the secondary school principal at American International School Mozambique. And I really like the first of these protocols, the digest feedback. You know, I think that very often uh, as individuals, as teachers, as professionals, we can pay a lot of attention to um, looking at student learning evidence, at, at well, maybe even observing each other, um, and, you know, giving incredible feedback, spending a lot of time thinking about specific actionable feedback, and then we give it to people and then we're off. You know, I think building in time for digesting feedback is really, really important. And uh, when I look at this, you know, I see... Um, many, many opportunities for this to be uh, a practice that teachers use. It could be a routine in the classroom. You know, so often we, we hand back the work and um, there isn't time built in for students to look at it, think about it. So I, I'd always want that to be part of the practice, really sitting with it and, um, and looking back at their own work. Because often there's some time that's passed 
you know, a week or so, and they're going to see it with fresher eyes. So then as they look at the feedback, thinking about what's the next step, that what about this feedback will help me spring into action, um, point me in a new direction. And I also, I like the third prompt too, because it might be that they're not really sure about where it goes um, from here. And I might just be kind of done with this thing right now, but it might be linking with something they thought about before. Uh, so I like these three prompts a great deal. And you could also imagine if you're doing, um, you know, uh, peer coaching in a school or uh, even uh, if it is like an instructional coaching sort of model, uh, this kind of nudge at the end uh, uh, or even during a cycle but after an observation or something could be the start of a really nice conversation. So uh, big fan of these shifting schools, new protocols. I like this digest feedback a lot. Uh, and it made me think. So that's something I like. Thanks very much for sharing. Now, you might be wondering what is the feedback protocol that both Ian and Megan mentioned? Well, it is a three-question process. And here's what you need to know about our protocol. They are adaptable. Here's how I use this protocol. I offer it as a menu and invite learners to pick just one of the three questions. So let's try it out now. Think about a recent piece of feedback you've received. It might be on that dinner you made, the snowman you got to create with your children, or a conversation you had with a colleague. I'll give you a few seconds here to think about recent feedback you got from someone. Got it? Good. Now, think about which of these three questions would be best for you to respond to, to reflect on. Remember, you're picking just one question. Ready? Here we go. What about that feedback will help you spring into action? Or, what about that feedback points you into an entirely new direction that maybe you hadn't thought about? Or, how does the feedback connect with something you've already been thinking about? I believe any of those three questions would help a mentor and a mentee have what Brenna Brown calls a rumble. In the same post I pointed to you earlier, Dr. Brown defines a rumble. Here's how she defines it. Quote, a rumble is a discussion, conversation, or meeting defined by a commitment to lean into vulnerability, to stay curious and generous, to stick with the messy middle of problem identification and solving, to take a break and circle back when necessary, to be fearless in owning our parts, and, as psychologist Harry Lerner teaches, to listen with the same passion with which we want to be heard. End quote. And since it is the season for many of us to be setting goals and resolutions, I think that's a great point to end on. This year in 2022, I'd love to have more rumbles with great educators like you. So if you have a question, a resource, or an idea that you want to rumble on, drop us an email at info at shiftingschools.com. Happy New Year. And until next time, I'll see you on the network. 
We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Shifting Our Schools. If you found this episode helpful or inspiring, please make sure to subscribe and leave the team a five-star rating. If you want to learn more about the Shifting Schools team or download our free resources, head over to shiftingschools.com to see what's on offer now. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week for another episode to keep rethinking the shifts our schools need. Thank you.